I see the hand of Yima and uh, is it Yima? Yes. Is Emmanuel and the wife around? I want, we want to see your hand. Yes. Yesterday we had a nice wedding here. Yes. You look very great. Yes. Also, I could see Nana. You are welcome. Yes. He left us some a while to enjoy the, the breeze at U.S. He's now here. Whatever you do, you are a Ghanaian. You will come back. Amen. Last week, we started with the messages on the end times. And I decided, after, uh, I don't know, of late. Anytime I'm there, I guess we, I guess no, don't know why. But I think God is about doing something in our lives. Amen. We spoke about the rapture and we came to the point where we got to the fact that we are citizens of heaven and that we don't belong to this place. And also, what can qualify us to go to heaven is that we have to see to it that we are truly born again. Circumcision of the heart, that is putting off the deeds of the flesh and justification. And I think I will continue from there. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 11 to 12. But thou, O man of God, I want you to convert that to thou, O child of God. Thou, O child of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called. And haste and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. So for us to be able to be raptured. It takes those who hold on to these qualities. And if you want to be raptured, then you must hold fast to these very things that we're talking about. Righteousness. The Bible says without righteousness, no one can see God. And you cannot see him. You can be here worshiping with us, jumping, singing, doing all sorts of things. But without righteousness, you can't go. And this very topic, righteousness, is something that it saddens my heart that even Christians hate to hear. But in Pentecost, that is our strength. Hallelujah. If the church isn't established on this pillar, Pentecost wouldn't be Pentecost. But we hold firm on this topic because uh, Christianity is just is not just coming together but Christianity is life. Hallelujah. And the life of the Christian is righteousness. And by that we'll make heaven. 
godliness, faith, love. We have a lot of Christians now that have denied their faith. They don't want to live in the faith anymore. When even a preacher, a pastor is preaching and tells them that do this, they tell you don't know what you are saying. We are now in a new era. This is what the era is telling us. And you are also suggesting something different. But no matter your ideologies in life, your academic attainment and enlightenment that you feel that you have gotten, the word of God still abides. Nothing can be substituted to the word of God. You need faith to make heaven. And that faith should be your faith in Christ Jesus. If your faith is not in Christ Jesus, then forget it. When the rapture comes, you won't go. As we go along, we get to know that there will be Christians who will not be raptured. All because they have denied all these things. They have denied their faith. They have denied uh, love. They have denied patience. They have denied meekness. They don't want to be gentle anymore. They want to live the way the world lives. They are so wild. Just craving and claiming things of the world. But I'm here to tell you. If only you want to meet the rapture. Then take these virtues. Look into the face of your brother or sister. That if you want to make rapture. Take these virtues. Hallelujah. It's not anything different that we'll do. We must continue to keep the, prof uh, the profession that we have done. The first day that we lifted our hands up and said, Jesus, I love you. And I'll go with you. I'll be loyal to you. I'll worship you all the days of my life. Some people does that and later you, you are seeking for them. You don't find them in church. Their commitment is something else. They worship God when they desire. But it's not how God wanted it. If you are such a caliber, know that you miss the way. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. It says that flee also youthful lust. I've seen that lust is not a preview of the youth only. That is also that of the aged. True of us. Oh, am I lying? Uh, the old can also be lustful. That's why they follow after young ladies and they tell you that new blood. <laughs> so the Bible is not referring to only the youth but to all of us here. That we must flee that youthful lust. That thing which is mostly found in the youth that drives them to do the things they do. Though you are old, but still you are holding on to that. He said we should flee from it. 
But we must follow, it still repeats that we must follow after what? Righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So the question is, is your heart pure? If your heart is not pure, at the sound of the trumpet, forget it. You are so heavy to be raptured. <laughs> if your heart is not pure, you are so heavy. You are carrying unnecessary things in the heart. So when Jesus comes and the trumpet is sound, how can you be caught up? You are too heavy. So whatever is in your heart that makes you heavy, I encourage you to begin to empty those things. They are not meant to be there. Hallelujah. Your body is the temple of our Lord Jesus Christ, where the Spirit of the Lord dwells. So if there should be something that should live or should be in your heart, it should be the Holy Spirit and nothing else. It is only by the Spirit of God that you can be raptured. We already knew that those who are born are new. Those who are born of the Spirit, they will be raptured. So instead of us depositing in our heart that will make us impure, we should rather always consult the Holy Spirit to fill us them all. And when he appears, we will go. Hallelujah. What is the benefit if we live in this earth and do whatever we do and Jesus Christ comes and we don't go? How many years are you spending here? Hello? How many years will you spend? You don't even know. It could be 30, it could be 40, it could be 50, it could be 60, it could be 100. But I can't compare that to the internal glory that I will have with my God. Hello? You can't compare it to that internal glory. Hey! Life internal! How many years will you be? Even if you are up to 80, 90, you are praying that God take me away. My first station happened to be a place of uh, Apostle Abed Amwa. And my wife is my witness. Always the mom is weeping. Then I and death is not coming. It will come to a stage you will be yearning for death and you will not have it. There is a point in one's life that the soul in you attests that no, you don't belong to this earth. You must go. You must leave. So if now you are strong and you feel that, oh, you have all the time, you have all the strength, let me do what I, I know best. Keep on doing it. And they will come. The soul in you will tell you, you don't belong to this place. You belong to a celestial home. A home 
which glory can never be compared to anything on this earth. So if there is something to desire, desire that place. Hello? I said do what? Desire that place. If perchance God gives you long life, ah, we will leave it. As I'm here, I don't want to die premature. I want to live long. And enjoy whatever blessings God will give me. But I'm not ignorant of the fact that I don't belong to this place. So whatever you do, you must leave as somebody who is readily prepared to go. Are you hearing me? We must live as somebody who is ready and prepared to go anytime. If it's today, I'm ready. Hey, you got to be ready. It can come anytime. And as we go along, you'll find out that it's soon. Just that we don't know the time. Also, in the time of the rapture, we must also take these things into consideration. Those who are able to use their talent in the house of the Lord meaningfully is very, very important. If you read Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 going, it speaks about a boss, a master who has so many things. And it's about traveling. I don't know. Jesus didn't state it. But give them talents. Talent to be used, isn't it? Then two of them decided, no, we'll use these talents wisely. So they used it to the benefit of the master. They use it as they've been instructed. I don't know whether they've been given some instructions, but I believe strongly the reason why the two of them were able to use those talents is that they knew what the master requires of them. So they use it accordingly. But the third one, he is so wiser than the master. And when they hid his, the Bible says he dug the ground, isn't it? And he did the cover it. The time came, the master came. Accountability. Bring all that I've given unto you. By the time when he got to the third person, he said, I know that you are a wicked master. You are wicked. Yes, I can see it. You don't love me. That you've given me one talent. Oh, you are discriminatory. Why do you, we are three. At least give us chimpe. That you've given these people big, big, big talents and you've given me just one. Hey. And the worst of it is that, that you reap where you've not sown. It is surprising to know that some Christians are like that. They don't cherish what God has given them. And they are always complaining. Always complaining. Always talking. They talk than everybody. 
always complaining as if God has not given them anything. But I want to tell you, whatever that will benefit the kingdom, God has already deposited it in you. And yours is to identify it, make good use of it. Hallelujah. If yours is motivation, keep on motivating people. If yours is teaching people to make heaven as I'm doing, keep on doing it. If yours is winning souls, keep on winning the souls. Don't wait for the church to organize a rally or evangelism program before you know that ah, I have these giftings. It should be your lifestyle. Do it any day, any time. Consistently make use of it. Hallelujah. If yours is given, ah, give as if you are mad. It's not all of us who have that grace of giving, though as a Christian you must have it. By grace in a sense that we have levels. Isn't it? Ah, but we are not one. When it comes to finances, I can't compare myself. Ah, what do we even do I have? To compare myself with you. But if God has blessed you with money, you must make good use of that finances in the kingdom. Surprisingly, you see Christians supporting things that are worldly, that are things that are of Christ. We were here and I saw Oki brought this thing. Nobody prevented him. He's investing in the kingdom. And I know there are a lot of people who are doing wonderful things in this room. And to some of us, we have it that we will not do. Even we are so wise and we know how to calculate even tight. <laughs> we know how to calculate it better than God. And this company is mine, right? Profit came, but he said, no. May I pay myself, so I will title my salary. Keep on. <laughs> Profit cable. Profit in the account. While we are profiting in capital, profit in the capital. And on the salary, or Triano, who are company, and on the way you should tight. You are wiser than God. When it comes to giving, it's a problem. The end of it, the master told the guy, the word is too harsh. You knew that I saw where I reap where I don't see. But the end of all, he threw him in hell. May that not happen to you. But I pray that you identify your talent and make good use of it. Hallelujah. Yes. Make good use of it. If or nothing at all, win souls. And even the, that is one of the things that when we come to the crown that we shared, 
at the Bema City. We'll talk about. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important. And also, the ten virgins is also one of the things that we can ponder upon. Is also found in the same Matthew 25. Some were wise. 50% of them took their lamp, eh, filled with oil, and took an extra one. The rest, they did not. So when the lamp began to go dim, they decided, no, Charlie, borrow me some. Tell your brother and sister, we don't borrow things in the kingdom of God like that. We must all be prepared. How, how can you come and borrow my preparedness? Even my wife is here. You can't borrow my preparedness. That's why we will come there. The Bible said that a man and a wife will be sleeping and one will be taken and the other one. And yet the man. But as Edajakwa gets prepared, and the wife also gets prepared, and they are not in the habit of borrowing each other preparedness or cashing into one's spirituality or whatever. When the rapture comes, they will both go. Now, if they are in the habit of depending, you want to depend on somebody in building yourself in the Lord, by the time you realize, according to that, be mindful of yourself. And work on your salvation. With fear and trembling. Work on your spiritual life. Work on your life consistently. And be determined that you will make it. As you will be depending on your husband. The thing that your husband has been doing to you in the house. Putting that kind of, I don't know. Pepper in your face all the time. And always you are depending on, depending on it. And the rapture will come and you will not go. Let him live his life. You must also live your life as a Christian. Hallelujah. But as you do that, you shouldn't be selfish. Pray for him or her. To also be safe. That is all you can do. Hallelujah. So, that is it. We must also keep our oil. And how do we keep our oil? We must consistently pray. Study the word. Hallelujah. As we study the word and we pray, we fast, we love each other, with pure heart, that oil will never get dry. Hallelujah. One of the things that dries off oil is bitterness. Hallelujah. Bitterness will make you dry, no matter the unction on you. And I'm here to urge all of us. When somebody wants to put a, a, a situation that will give you the sense to be bitter, throw it back to the person. Don't put it here. Hello. I'll be saying all the time, I'm not a rubbish dumb. To be throwing those things in me. 
I will not take it. I will throw it off. Hallelujah. And be free. As it will run you dry. And also people who complain too much. They are in a church always complaining. They are righteous than everybody. Hey! <laughs> Do you know what somebody does in secrecy? Do you know the covenant somebody has with God? Everything the person will say, we will talk, blah, 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 blah. keep on. You will be there and the person will go and you remain. So stop complaining. But rather, go on your knees and pray. Hallelujah. And as you do that, the good Lord himself will be merciful on us. Hallelujah. People, you hear people say, oh, yes, you can solve a bounce or a mile. And yet, then, 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 or beba. Hello. Catch on as a yesu. Or chet, 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 said them poor. He will come. Hey, or beba. He will come in a big time. He will come. He will definitely come. Hallelujah. In Matthew chapter 24, the same 24 where he spoke to them about the end times. Verse 36. He said, but you, but of that day and hour, no one knows. Not even angels of heaven, nor the son, but the father alone. Nobody knows. I can't pinpoint to you is tomorrow or today. Whoever will tell you that person is a false prophet. So I've dreamt that Jesus said he's coming 1990, ho, ho, 2020, as Ellen White and the rest did. No matter what, nobody knows. It's only the Father. Jesus, being Jesus wise, was on earth as a son, couldn't determine. Though he's 100% God, 100% man, wise on earth in the body that you have. He did not know. But I believe now that he has assumed, <laughs> he will know. Hello. That one there he will know. But why is on earth? He said, nobody knows except what? The Father. And that makes it very, very dangerous. That makes it very, very dangerous. Because you don't know. There are. And if you read around from verse 42 to 44, go in. It says something which is, he said, even if the landlord or the house owner Knows the time that a thief will come, he will know how to prepare himself. But there is no thief that will give you a sign that I'm coming to steal. They can even come and paste notice on your door that oh, be ready, we are coming for you. But the time they are, they will never tell you. 
So, so shall be the rapture and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will not tell us. But if you have the spirit of the Lord inside you, when the time is approaching, he will give you the signal. Hallelujah. You may not know the time. You may not know the hour. You may not know the period. But if you have the spirit of God, you will have the signal. And I pray that may the spirit of God be activated in your soul. So that you know the time and season in which we are in. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 16 verse 15 says, Behold, I am coming like a thief. This is Jesus speaking to the church. He said, he is coming like a thief. So the manner thieves enters into our properties and still, that is the way he will also come. They come very sudden. Promptly, action is taken. If they will kill, they've killed you, they've gone. So will the rapture and the coming be. Just a speck of a moment, everything is done. And if you are not a citizen for heaven, you remain. Blessed is the one who stays awake. I believe if a thief is coming to steal you and you are awake, definitely they will fear, isn't it? They will know that you are, you either, you know, psychologically, they will be confused. They may think that you have caught somebody or you are also armed, waiting for them. Thieves do they have strategies. So, so we must be awake. Anytime tea, as you do your business in the office, in the house, wherever you find yourself, you must be awake and what? Keep your clothes. So it means that whilst even we are sleeping, we are not deeply asleep. You must be ready. Put your dress on. And to those of us who sleep without dresses, what will we say about that? But this dress, this cloth, is not talking about the clothes we wear, the pajamas and the rest. He's talking about our clothes of righteousness. Hallelujah. We must be awake and keep our clothes of what? Righteousness. Keep it. Even when you are asleep, snoring, the righteousness is on you. When you are walking, righteousness is on you. Hallelujah. Don't retire in the night with issues. Am I talking to somebody? Don't retire whilst you are going to sleep with issues. It's very bad. If you confess, confess them. If you forgive, forgive them before you sleep. 
It's very, very important. Somebody can be thinking and meditating about something that somebody did to him on his bed and even send it to dreams. Dreaming that he's battling the person. Keep on battling. <laughs> Your clothes, it's all. But before you retire in the night, check through yourself. Have I done something wrong to somebody? Have somebody done something to me that I should forgive and confess them? Because I've ever heard of one man who died and came back and said what prevented him was that he couldn't forgive the wife what the wife did. But because he loved the Lord, God was so merciful unto him. What about you? You may not have that second chance. So you must be what? Ready. Tell your brother or sister be ready. Be ready. Hallelujah. So that he will not walk about naked. And men will not see his shame. That word is very deep. You claim you are a Christian. Always disturbing us in the community. In that office. I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Then the rapture comes. <laughs> <laughs> What will you do again in that office? Mama, what will you do? What will I do? Hey, the rapture come, I'm not part of it. Will I come here? And maybe I'll have my congregations. May Jehovah God have mercy on us. That irrespective of the challenges we are going through and the things that we can control ourselves of, may the Spirit help us, strengthen us, give us that kind of boldness to be able to resist anything that will soar our garment. That on the day of rapture, we will not be naked. Ah, ankankofobe sriyengo. She, una ebe bro papa. Not knowing you are a deceiver. Nyami uye mobo. So what I will recommend is that please be truthful to yourself. Your A should be A and your B should be B. Be faithful, be truthful, say it as it is. Don't say because I belong to this place. Oh, I'm not referring to you. I have some honorable ministers here. Not because of you. I'm not being political. Don't say because I'm MPP. Because I belong there. Whatever they do is right. No. Because I'm NDC, 
Whatever they do is right. I'm incrumized. Whatever they do is right. When they are wrong, be able to say you are wrong. When they are right, hail them. Hello? And it will surprise you with that because of politics. Some people will not go. I've not spoken well. Yes. Please, let's be outstanding. I've been sick now. Something more. Hallelujah. Something more than good. Something more than God. Oh, the Spirit of God is. Oh, something more than God. Please, let's go. Something more than God. Oh, something more than God. Oh, the Spirit of God. Spirit of the Lord to be with you, to fill you and to guide you. 